Let's go to the Word this morning. And I am totally out of breath. Amen. I have been feeling better. Thank you for your prayers for me. And until I sing like that, that's like the worst thing I can do. You know, I got this esophagus problem and things move and get up in my diaphragm. And then I feel like I'm having a heart attack. That's not fun. Here we go. Let's go to the message. Call his name Jesus, for he'll save his people from their sins. That's our series. Don't want you to miss it. What's Easter all about? It's about Jesus Christ. Amen? And we want to talk about it today. Talked about it last week, getting to know him a little bit better and gave you some information about his name, etc. And I thought it was a great message. Today we're going to, we're going to get down a little nitty gritty. Amen? Let's go see what we can learn. Let's go to the Word of God this morning. If you're watching online, thank you. If it's your first time with us, we'll use this big screen and you're going to be able to see the scripture and you're going to learn today. Amen? So let's go with the message. Jesus, the Son of Man. Say that with me. Jesus, the Son of Man. Let's talk about it today. Jesus Christ is God. He came born of a virgin. Joseph on his daddy, the Holy Spirit was. The Holy Ghost was. It was all foretold and even said right there at the time. And Joseph had a chance to back out and all that kind of stuff. That's the Christmas story. But that's, that's who Jesus was. He came to be a man. A man. When I say man, that ain't putting you women down. That's who he came as. Amen. He died for humans. Amen. Say, humankind, not monkeys. As much as you love monkeys, okay? Alright? And your dogs. I get all that, but listen, 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 listen. You should love people more than any dog or a monkey. You hear me or not say? Praise the Lord. You just should. Okay? You're not right if you don't do I'm going to tell you right now, people matter. Not that animals don't, but people, if Jesus died for people, I think we should live to love them. Amen? Say. Come on, it just makes common sense to me. So the Scripture says, she shall bring forth a son. And when you see this at Christmas time, and you shall call his name who? For he shall what? Save his people from their sins. So see, I didn't make that up. That's what the Bible says. Jesus. So he became a man so you and I could be saved. That was his mission. Jesus became a man. Say that with me. Jesus became a man on One more time. Jesus became a man on You don't believe in that Jesus stuff, do you? Well, when you don't believe in Jesus, you never fully understand your value. You never fully understand your worth. To know that God would become a man so that I could be saved, so that I could have a relationship with Him, not just here, but I could live forevermore and I wouldn't go to a place called hell. That's pretty powerful. No wonder Satan has done everything he can to stop that message. Y'all hear me or not? I was talking to a scientist person this, this week in my office. And that's what they studied and they teach it and all that stuff. And I just told, told her flat out, you've been taught wrong. Okay? It doesn't matter what you say. It's stupid. And that's what I said. It is stupid. It's like blow up my office. That's what I said. Let's just blow up my office and see what good's going to come out of it. It'll be a disaster. There is no way to understand our world, our creation, humanity, anything without knowing that we have a God who created everything. And that's why it's birth. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. That's why it's verse 1 in the Bible. I mean, I think that was really important. He wanted us to know something. We didn't have to be, I don't understand the Bible. Can't you read verse 1? How many have quoted that one? Let's say, in the 
beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Boom. Now, you don't believe that, do you? No, I believe things blew up, and, and that's just stupid. It is. It's all a big plan. It's all a big plan to get you to think you don't matter. And Satan's having a heyday. And his forces. We've never lived at a time, I don't believe, when people have less worth, less value than the, than the culture we live in today. It's sad. My son, Mitch, tells me off. He says, Dad, my generation don't believe anything. There's just an emptiness. There's not a faith. Much of your generation, whether you followed it or not, at least you came from generations that taught that God loves you, that you matter, you have value, where family mattered. Yes or no? I got a letter this week, a disgusting letter as far as I'm concerned. I don't get many weren't really mean to me. However, they did say they hoped while I was in my sickness that I've been going through that I would change some of my views. Maybe if I have some downtime and while I'm sick, I can change my views. My views aren't changing. Did you hear what I said? Views like in this letter that abortion is good. Excuse me. And that men are bad. By and large. You know, men are pigs. You know that, right? They're disgusting behaviors. Not that you, I'm sure women don't have disgusting behaviors. It's just us. And that why should gender even be a subject? It's all about God's love. Excuse me, it's all about His Son. Amen. It's all about His Son. That's, that's what it is. It's not all about you. It's not all about you and your views. And if you're here today, hey, I appreciate the letter. You can write me a letter. But I'm not going to stand up here and do what you want. Okay? It's Listen, we've got to do the right thing. Do the right thing. And I know there's a lot of pain. I know there's been a lot of abuse from men. I understand that. But God didn't do that. Why are we going to pick on Him and change His Word? Amen? Say. And if anybody knows abuse, I do. Okay, I've suffered it. My mother was murdered. I was married 28 years and suffered abuse. Did you hear me or not? Say. Okay? And a lot of us have gone through that. Yes or no? And you know what? Jesus has been the solid thing in my life. When all else failed, He never failed. He was solid for me. So listen, I know I got a little sideways. That's all right. We'll live. People tell people when they bring people here, they say, you know, it's going to take at least three times. Because it'd be one of those three or two of my Papa Cork, you know what I'm saying? Here we go. I actually love letters, but, uh, you know, I love getting mail. Most of them are always good, and that's fine. And I don't even mind questions. But uh, God's the giver of life, and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And it was never God's plan for us to take a human life. And just that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Regardless of what you've gone through. Regardless of, and I know there's a lot of pain, a lot of things we've done in our life. I get that. But the best thing you'll ever do is come back to what God's Word says. It doesn't matter. You can be out here and have, have a crazy life, maybe. That's okay. I get it. But why do we want to keep that way? Why don't we come back over here and let's start at square one. Amen? And so that's what we're doing. Jesus became a man on purpose because you matter, even though the world today is saying you don't. 
See, we see Jesus in Hebrews 2.9, who is made a little lower than the what? Why, Jesus? For the suffering of death. That's why He was made like He was. Born of a virgin. Crowned with glory and honor. Here's the key. Read that last part with me. That He, that's Jesus, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man and woman. Amen. So, that's why Jesus came. That's why on a Sunday morning when I lose my sister, I can stand up here and I'd all shook up. Because she's with the Lord today. I remember on a Thanksgiving, she had been walking the streets. Her life was a mess. And I hadn't seen her. And I come home for Thanksgiving. And I see her come all skinny. She's my older sister that raised me. And she had an army jacket on. One of those old army coats. And looked like a bag of bones. And I sat with her on the back. Little gazebo deck thing out in the country. And uh, I was young. Young Christian. But I loved my sister. And it was on that old back deck that she put her faith in Christ. You know? And that was just the beginning. She didn't become perfect, okay? We don't become perfect, guys. But she became a child of the living God. Amen. And then then uh, I went over all the texts she sent me recently. They were beautiful. And she'd send me songs, her singing. Like, Beulah Land. Amen. And so I had that peace because God became a man and saved her. Amen. So, and I'm not trying to get all sideways, but it's important that we talk about it. That's why Jesus came. That's why there's a Palm Sunday. Jesus didn't come to live a long life. Oh, it's so sad. He died at 33. No, it's so good. He accomplished His task. And He said on the cross, it is what? Amen. See, the Son of Man came not to be ministered to. We could learn a lot from Him. But to do what? And to give His life a what for us? A See, He paid the price. What price? His blood. Perfect blood. Sinless blood. Slain. So you and I, sinful blood, could have everlasting life. And I know it's hard to imagine that God loves you like that, but that's just the truth, guys. Why would I make up something else? <laughs> that's, a great, that's the greatest thing ever. That God would love me so much, He would come be born as a man, as a human, so that He could taste death for you and me. So we wouldn't have to taste what hell tastes like. Amen? You think you've lived through hell? You ain't lived through hell till you've gone to hell. Amen? And the Bible has some things to say about it. It's not too pretty. You don't need to go there. You shouldn't. So, she'll bring forth a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He'll save his people from their sins. He didn't come to live a long life. Jesus referred to Himself, this is really important, He referred to Himself as Son of Man more than any other name. He was so glad to come to Jerusalem that day. Eh, but not it was going to be easy. No. But He was glad to come so that you and I could be saved. That's a beautiful thing. Don't you want to know God like that and so say, He's picking on me? That's what a lot of the world thinks. They blame Him. Don't you want to be able to live your life where you can praise Him? I talked to a young man this week. Good young man. He said he grew up in a Christian home. He wanted me to marry him. 
for this sweet lady. And they knew each other young. And I said, well, did you, did, you, did you love her when you were young? He said, well, no, we were friends. And then he went on a little bit further. And then he can remember when they, he, that, that thing started happening in his heart. And then the romance started. Now he loves her to death. I said, well, you didn't start out loving Jesus either, son. A lot of people think they do. Well, I've been a Christian my whole life. No, you haven't. It's the same process. You might have heard about Him. You might have gone to church. You might have learned some things. Good. That's great. But when are you ever going to make that decision where you say, I'm going to love you back? Did you hear that lose you this morning? And that's what I told the young man. And he, it's a light bulb went off in his mind. He said, my gosh. I said, yeah, just think about how much you love her and, and what you went through. That's, that's how it is with Jesus. He loves you with outstretched arms. But you must put your faith in Him. The Bible says you must be what? Born what? You must be born again. It's your decision. Beautiful. He came so that you could be born again. He, he came so that you could have a relationship with Him. He came so that you could look at a sunset and go, wow. That's incredible. I saw the moon this morning over the beach. Oh, beautiful. Amen. And then the, the water. And then I reached down and pick up shells. People from Rockingham like me, we look around because we think we're stealing stuff. How many were poor like me? You still do that. You catch yourself sometime when something's free and you're like, like even a Gideon Bible, you're like, <laughs> crazy, man. To become the Son of Man was why He was here, guys. This is a simple message. That was His mission. That's why Jesus came, to be the Son of Man. So Jesus, He's the Son of Man. I'm just walking with you. But this is a scripture I want to make sure we get to today. This is in Isaiah. How many know Isaiah 53? He was wounded for our transgressions. You know that when he was bruised for our name. I doubt many of you could quote this one. But it's right up there with it. Listen to this scripture. A prophecy that Jesus would come. Look at the scripture. The Lord God has opened my ear. And I was not rebellious. Remember on Palm Sunday, he told his disciples, go down there and you're going to find a, a donkey and you get that thing and you bring him. They said, don't go to Jerusalem, Jesus. They're going to kill you. He said, I'm going. And he even told them what was going to happen. I'm going to be crucified. I'm be rejected. I'm going to rise again the third day. He did it. But way back in Scripture, the Lord had opened my ear. I was not rebellious, neither did I turn away back. In the garden, he said, what? Father, if it be your what? We'll let this what? Cup pass from me. Alright? He was a man. He struggled. Sure he did. But he did not turn back. You are love that much. It's huge. The prophecy, I gave my back to the smiters. My cheeks. I gave them my cheeks. To pull the beard from my face. This was a thousand years earlier prophesied. I hid not my face from shame and from spitting. No wonder Satan that wants you to hear this message. How much you're valued, how much you're loved. This is a crazy message, isn't it? Whoever gave their life for you, their back to be just cut into pieces. Their beard. Who gave, a, who gave their face for just half their face to get ripped off? Jesus did. 
great God we have. Verse 7, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Guys, it's, it's funny to me how I used to believe sissies go to church. That's what I believed. I was a hell raiser. It was just a, it was just a mask for me. It was just a way for me to not have to deal with God. There's nobody stronger than Jesus Christ. We're weaklings. We're nothing compared to Him, guys. Nothing. And you'll never know the strength you could have until you start following Him and living for Him and knowing what it is to be faithful to a woman, to be married, to be a good father, to stay steady in your life, to do the right thing. That takes a strong, strong, strong person. And He'll give you that strength. So He said, I did it. I shall not be confounded. Therefore have I set my what? Face like a what? Flint. And I know I shall not be ashamed. Did you know God's not ashamed of you? Jesus isn't ashamed of you. How does that make you feel? I've had numerous people, even recently, said, well, if I go to church, it's building to fall down. You think too much of yourself. Yeah. God can, God can handle loving people just like you and me. Amen? He loved us on purpose. This is a great message to me. I'd rather do this than just talk about palm fronds. It's pretty stuff. It's pretty powerful stuff as far as I'm concerned. What was that flint? He set his face as a flint. That's an important word. What's a flint? Well, it's a very hard, compact rock. So Jesus set his face to go to the cross on Palm Sunday and endure this week. He set his face as a hard stone. That's the kind of love he had for you. Nothing was going to break him. He was determined to come for you and me. The word literally means what? Hardness. Any of y'all from Flint, Michigan? You thought it meant good water till a couple of years ago. I'm sorry, you know I had to say that. But the word Flint means hard. And a lot of people that grew up in Flint would say it was hard there at times, losing all the plants and the, and the workers there that they did. It was hard being in that place. What near as hard as what Jesus went through. He said his face is a Flint. Hardness. It was used for tools and weapons. That's what that word's for. He, I, I set my face as a rock. I set my face as something hard. I set my, my face as a, as a weapon. I'm going in for them. I'm going to save them. This is our Savior. Oh, he's just weak. No, that's just the way artists painted him back in the 1700s. He was strong, tough as nails. It was used in cutting the foreskin of the Jewish males. I know you wish I'd have left that off. Now that's hard. It's just interesting, isn't it? He set his face as a flint, the Bible says. The Son of Man, Luke 9, must suffer many things, be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be slain. But he said he's going to rise again to what? And that's what we celebrate this week and then Easter Sunday morning. The name Jesus means what? His name was his what? That's a great name. Amen. I love that. Yeah, praise the Lord, guys. I love that. Y'all just praise Him. We're almost done. We're almost done. This is a good message. I could quit anywhere on this message.
Because it's good all the way. If you don't like it, you got the problem. The Son of Man, He was betrayed. You know, after two days is a feast of Passover. Jesus said the Son of Man is going to be betrayed and crucified. He was betrayed for you and me. The Son of Man suffered. He was rejected. He was killed. Jesus was killed. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer. Must, must, must. Why? Because you don't have a dog's chance if I don't. He says, I'm going to suffer many things. I'm going to be rejected of the elders. That doesn't just mean old people. That means the godly people. The people that run the religion. He's going to be rejected by the best people. That hurts. And I'm going to be, and the chief priest, the high muckety mucks, the ones that are right there next to God, supposedly. And the scribes, I'm going to be what? I'm going to be killed after three days. I'm going to rise again. This was what he knew. He didn't, this didn't take him by surprise. He was buried. As Jonah was in the three days and three nights in a whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. These were things he said a long before he ever went to that cross. That's how much he loves you. It's one thing when somebody breaks in the house and you get up and you're Superman. It's another thing knowing somebody's going to break in the house and you know how bad it's going to be and you stay in the house anyway. Did I lose you on that right there? Say, <laughs> we sometimes rise to the occasion, but if we know something's coming, we run from the occasion. Yes or no? And ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But hey, house going to burn down at midnight. Well, good. I'm not going to be there. That's nothing wrong with that. But see, he went into the burning building. And he knew it was going to burn. Because he had to burn so you wouldn't burn. Get it? Not that hard. He rose again. He came down from the mountain. Jesus charged him saying, tell the vision to no man. Don't talk about the things I've said, fellas. The Son of Man will rise again from the dead. It will happen. That's crazy. And it did happen. The Son of Man, Jesus, just a couple of more, Raj. He said, I'll minister to them. That's why He came. Son of Man came not to minister, but to minister. To give His life a ransom for many. We said that earlier. I will save them. Nobody else can save you. He had to do it. The Son of Man has come to do what? Save that which is what? Lost. I get it. Good. I will forgive them. Who are you going to find to forgive you? Say. People come up with some cockamamie ideas. I'll crawl across glass. I'll cut myself. There's crazy things that people do. Try to get forgiveness. There's one person you can get forgiveness from. His name is Jesus. And He loves you today. But that they might know the Son of Man has power on earth to do what? He wants to forgive your sins. Keep going, buddy. Push. Push. Thanks. It's all because of Jesus, guys. It's all because of Jesus. And I'll close with this, Rog. We'll quit right here. We talked about this today, and I hope I haven't bored you to tears. That Christ might dwell in your heart. How? By what? Faith. That you being rooted and grounded in what? Have we talked about how much God loves you today? Did we say you're going to get love if you give church money? Did I say that? And say anything like that. God loves you. 
He gave His life for you. You need to be rooted and grounded in that. And then here's what's going to happen. That you might be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the what? The breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's why I give a message like this. Clark, you're boring. We like it when you're other ways. This is the best message you'll ever hear. It's the best, the greatest message you'll ever hear right here today. God loves you. He loves you. He gave His Son for you. He, he wanted His beard to be plucked out for you. He did that on purpose. The Bible says He ascended, but what is it that He also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? These are, there's a couple of crazy Scriptures in the Bible. This is one of them. He that descended is the same also that ascended far above all the heavens, that He might fill all things. This actually teaches along with other verses that He went and took your hell. He didn't just rise again, but when He's on that cross, He went to hell for you. That's crazy. He took our hell. So Jesus came, and we're done right here, Raj. He wants you to know how much I love you. He said, I love you like this. I love you, and I wanted to be like you. And I wanted to live among you. Think about that. He's God that loved you so much. And He said, you know what? I wanted to be like you. I wanted to come here. I, I just think about how much I love you. I, I chose to leave heaven for you. That's breath. Number two, He said, I will die for them. That's the length that God would go for you. Got it? The breadth, the length. I will go to hell for them. That's some serious deep stuff. Yes or no? I love this passage. It opened up my eyes when I started thinking of it this way. And the last one is this. I'll rise again for them. That's some serious height. Amen? So we celebrate today Jesus, the Son of Man. Let's praise the Lord. Come on, we're done. Thank you so much. Good time in the Word. Amen. I'd have liked it been longer, but that's about all I can do today. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for a great, 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 great day. I hope this was a great Palm Sunday for you. Great music. Beulah Land. Forget about it. And then, and then, the best part, the best part, is Jesus, the Son of Man. That I matter, that I have value. Say, I matter. I have value. Jesus loves me. Do you know that? Can I lead you in a prayer today in case today? Bow your head with me. In case today, if you died, you don't know you'd go to heaven. Oh, you know what? When I first heard this message, I was 16, 17 years old, and I was a hellraiser, and I cussed my mother on the way to the church that morning. But you know what I did when someone shared this message with me in a simple way? I chose to believe it. And that's what I'm asking you to do right now. Instead of pick my sermon apart, you can have at me. That's okay. But don't try to pick apart what He's done for you. Would you just simply by faith today put your faith in Jesus Christ? To say, God, I know you love me. Would you pray with me? Pray with me. Pray with me now, will you? I'm just going to lead you. Would you talk to Him and say, God, I know you love me. I know you do. I saw it. 
I need to let it sink in, Lord. I need to let it sink in. Lord, I know I've sinned. I know I've, I've screwed up royal in my life. Talk to Him. That's okay. And Lord, I, I ask Your forgiveness. And I ask, Lord, because I believe You will forgive me. Because I believe You love me. I believe You love me. And so today on Palm Sunday, Lord, best I know how, I put my faith in You. I put my faith in You, Jesus. I believe You came on purpose to save me. Thank You for that, Lord. And I believe You suffered like You said. I believe You died, crucified. I believe You rose again the third day. And Lord, I'm putting my faith in You. You took my sin. You took my hell. And I'm putting my faith in You right now, Lord. Help me. I'm not putting my faith in a church. I'm not putting my faith in myself. I'm not putting my faith in a preacher. I'm not doing that. I'm putting my faith in You, Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, the Son of God. In Jesus' name, Amen. With heads bowed, how many would raise a hand and say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer. I, Pastor, I nailed that today. I was real, I was solid in that, Pastor. I did that. Can I see your hand? I did that. I needed to do that, Pastor. I did that today. Father, thank you for an awesome morning. Bless us as we go our way. Help us as the folks fellowship out there and others are coming in for another service. We give you all the credit for every good thing today and in our life. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, hallelujah, guys. What an awesome day. Thank you for being here. I love you guys. Thank you so much. What a joy it is for me to share Christ. Amen. God bless you today. Amen.